I was in my office, feet up, making use of a bottle of mood straightener I kept in the desk. A mid-September heat wave had descended on the city. Brittle heat rolled down from parched hills, lifting thin dust from roads and sidewalks, suspending it in the rising air and turning the sky yellow. Sounds became crisp and metallic. Everywhere people were gliding along through a gritty yellow fog, mean and squinting, spitting on sidewalks, waiting for the heat to break. I don't usually drink in the office at 10.30 in the morning, but I had a bad taste to wash away. The Pascal Pete case was solved, the murderer was arrested, and everyone else had moved on but me. I couldn't. There was something wrong, something bad in it, like a mouthful of soup with a stray hair that brushes your lip on the way in and then disappears. The facts rolled around in my head, tumbling over each other in a smaller circle every time. Something was wrong. I'd narrowed it down to the sighting of Pasco Pete the day after he had been murdered. Pete was being driven by a busty blonde with a badly mended cleft lip and a jalopy, careening down Alameda, and they were both laughing so hard at a joke that they almost crashed. In a good lie, the victim would be spotted with a man in a hat, a brunette or a tall man. They'd be seen with a generic person. Black Jack's mistake was in making it too specific. But the case was solved and closed, neat and tidy. No one was giving it a second thought but me, rolling it over and over in my head. It had started with the heat wave. I arrived at the office one morning and found baby Maud waiting patiently, sitting on a wooden fold-down, upright in her whalebone stays with her purse perched on her knee. Maud was a sixty-year-old child star. She wore a good quality purple day suit that was faded and mended and carefully pressed. Her hatless hair was an unmoving, permanent wave dyed blackest black, but she hadn't had time for the beauty parlor recently. Her roots were so white and bright, they shone like stars in a black sky. Heavy face powder nestled in the wrinkles and folds of her face, except for the tracks of hastily dabbed-away tears on each cheek. Maud had been weeping while she waited, and she didn't seem the type for it. In my office, trembling and trying to hide it, she explained that her man had disappeared. Either Pasco Pete had taken off with a new sweetie, or else he must have died because that old rascal had no place else to go. The way she fussed with her handkerchief told me how dearly she hoped he'd run out on her. When she admitted that he might be dead, her hands stilled and lay on her knees like dead birds. I don't think she really wanted to know where he was, but she had to find out for the insurance company. Maud owed all sorts of money. Her house was falling down and she needed the cash to move on. If it hadn't been for that, she'd have taken it on the chin like a big girl and allowed herself the luxury of hoping that he'd come back one day. But she needed to know. If he was alive, she'd get nothing. If he wasn't, she'd get a payout. She said it was all the same to her, but her bloodshot eyes gave away that she hoped Pasco was alive, laughing at her in a bar somewhere with his new floozy. I don't think she'd slept for a week. I warned Maud fair and square, I can only find the truth. She said okay to that.
That was what she agreed to. I made it clear what I did. She gave me a check she could ill afford and told me what she knew. Pasco Pete was an extra in Western movies. He'd last been seen leaving a film set out in Idle Valley, but he didn't make it home and she hadn't seen him since. The next day he was spotted heading north on Alameda in a banged-up Model T, being driven by a big blonde half his age, a busty girl with a badly mended cleft lip, and they were both as drunk as monkeys at a rum convention. According to Black Jack Bow, the fellow cowpoke-turned-actor who saw them, they were cracking up, the girl laughing so hard she swerved the car halfway across the midline and nearly hit a truck. Drunk and laughing and driving fast with a blousy girl. Pasco was having a good day.